YoMTG Taps is brought to you by StarCityGames.com. The culmination of the 2011 StarCityGames.com Open Series is coming up this weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. On December 9th through the 11th, join hundreds of other players vying for an invitational slot in the Last Chance Grinders and stick around to battle it out in the standard Legacy and Draft Opens and compete for the glory, the money, and the prestige of moving up the ranks in the SCG Players Club. With side events galore and live coverage courtesy of SCG Live, it'll be an action-packed weekend that you won't want to miss. So make plans to join StarCityGames.com in Charlotte, and we'll see you there. And welcome to episode 89 of Yo MTG Taps. I'm Joey Pasco. I'm Big Hungry Joe. And uh, we're joined by special guest Eric Klug of Klug Alters. Hello. You may recognize him from John Medina's profile picture on Twitter. Um, and, and John all Medina's And, and uh, <laughs> a bunch of people's profile pictures on Twitter, like Mark Sun and uh, who else? He's in all those pictures? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Legit. It's all the, uh, all every brushstroke is it's just a little piece of Eric. <laughs> um, so this weekend we have the Star City Games Invitational, and so I think that's pretty much the primary topic uh, of of the episode. Kind of um, the usual stuff, standard and legacy, and I don't think we'll talk modern today unless uh, unless it comes up kind of naturally. But um, we. Uh, we had the event this past weekend in St. Louis, and uh, probably the worst deck possible could have won for you, Joe, because yeah, <laughs> mono right. red wins, and that was exactly what you were planning on on playing at the Invitational. Um, Still planning on playing, right? Well, actually, let, let's, let's say that Eric, you're going to be at the Invitational, right? Yeah, but you won't be playing. No, I will be running a table. You will be you will be doing some altars. Yeah, so that's well, I'm awesome. super super excited. Love those events. Yeah, I mean, you've done a handful of them this year, right? Or maybe more, like 10 of them maybe this year? I don't know how many. Yeah, yeah something like 10. Yeah, that's awesome. So those those are pretty successful for you? Like, is that uh Yeah, actually, uh, this this past month was the, the first month that I hadn't gone to an event. And uh, I was just kind of, like, learning uh, what it was like to be home for once. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it, well, th- they actually kind of didn't have as many events in the last month, it seemed like. I mean, right. it, I guess just Worlds and uh, San Diego, GP San Diego, I think it was just kind of all those kind of kept uh, the Star City events off the calendar a little bit. But uh, now we're, we're back with the, the biggest event of the year, I guess. I, well, since there's two of them now, I, I, I wonder about that. Like, I guess it's just as big as – I guess it's – yeah, it's not bigger than the one that was in June. But it seems bigger because it's at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, I'll be there, but I won't be playing. I'll be doing the commentary for SCG live. So only one of the three of us will actually be playing. And it's the one probably with the least skills, which is awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really pumped to be 
qualified for such an incredibly high value tournament based off of zero merit. I love it. <laughs> I love how like qualified. It doesn't really sound like I'm not actually qualified, but I'm invited. That's really the- I'm not qualified, I'm invited. Exactly. <laughs> right. I'm hardly qualified. Yeah. You get the uh the, the writer invite is actually why you're uh you're invited just for those that are wondering. So uh <laughs> I love the writer. I, I think the quotation marks around writer are even bigger than the word. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like I get to talk to my friend on the phone once a week, and that's why I'm qualified. Sweet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, you, uh, you're you still planning on Mono Red? Uh, y- no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Nobody's going to be playing Mono Red there. Well, so, I mean – any sort of mono red hate is completely unnecessary. There you go. For those of you listening who are playing in the Invitational, nobody is playing mono red. Uh, it's completely fallen out of favor and therefore uh, unnecessary to prepare for. So yeah, despite the uh, the information that Joe is trying to disseminate, the false information, uh, Denny Dowdy won in St. Louis playing mono red versus Ryan Waller, who was playing humans. There were three illusions decks, <clears throat> two humans decks. In the in the top eight, and then just a red deck, a Grixis control deck, and a Delver deck. Um, so it, it like when I looked down at the deck lists, it looked like a whole bunch of blue white decks. But then you realize, oh, they're they're blue white aggro decks. It's kind of really, it's it's kind of strange. And in, in fact, just that Grixis deck is the lone real control deck. I think uh, the Delver deck kind of has elements of control. I mean, it plays counter spells. And I get, but then I guess so do the some of the uh, the blue white decks. But really, it seems like such an aggro heavy top eight. Um, the format just seems like it's very. People just want to be playing creatures, which is just weird. <laughs> weird for you. <laughs> You're like, why would you play more than four creatures in a deck? <laughs> yeah, if they don't, if, if, that's it. Uh, well, I was gonna say if they don't, uh, you know give a draw instant, card or something if, yeah or if they don't give an instant flashback <laughs> right so all right so J- joe seriously like so with uh, h- how similar i mean is your mono red list pretty much set in stone or are you uh still no, tweaking it's, it or it's, what? it's hardly set in stone and um this has actually been a, a point of debate uh, between me and Travis, mm-hmm. um, Travis, uh, Travis's argument is that I shouldn't be trying to innovate with mono red, um, cause it's mono red. I should just play the best available list. But to me, I feel like the list that is presented is the list that people are going to prepare for. And I don't think that, you know, making a couple changes is, is, is innovating too much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I'm, I mean, like I'm, playing the cards that I like. Like, for instance, he thinks Reckless Waif is terrible. I think Reckless Waif is, like, the second best card in the deck, you know? Yeah. Um, and and so that's – actually, Reckless Waif, I think, would be the center of our disagreement yeah. <laughs> with the deck. He's like, don't play that card. I'm like, I guess I can play two. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I guess I can run six Stromkirk Nobles, essentially. You know what I mean? But, like, you play one of those on turn one, and – they pass and you get a three two. I mean, like you attack for three on turn two. Like I would play Rift Bolt. I would play Lava Spike. You know what I mean? Like it's like a red Delver of Secrets, which is a blue flying Wild Nacodle. So right, right, right. Exactly. That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you'd play Wild Nacodle, right? And like, even if I can't, 
even if they go turn one, let's say doomed traveler, right? Mm-hmm. I go turn two, flip, pass, and I have mana up for burn spells. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I mean, I, I say turn two, pass, flip. I mean, yeah, I, I was gonna say, what do you mean? How, how do you? Yeah. Um, and then so like worst case or best case scenario, you know that they attack me with the doom traveler, which they wouldn't. But I've got arc trails. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Um, I think I think the card's really good. I think the card, if it's not being played, it's because people are underrating it. They're like, oh, it's a werewolf. That's cute, but it's not good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I think the card's really good. I like I, it. I, I think right now, so much of the format is vulnerable to gut shot, and that just plays right into that too. You know? Yeah, I'm not super convinced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric, what do you what do you what are your thoughts on all that? Uh, I mean. I I the problem is there's so many other good one drops in red right now, and like uh, even though they're they're all pretty bad top decks, I think Reckless Wave would probably be the worst of all of them. <laughs> Whereas like you know you'd much prefer it to a top deck like a Fire Slinger or a, a, a Grim Lava Mancer with them at low life. Sure. Well, I mean I have Lava Mancer too. I have sure. two of them. I'm running two Lava Mancers. Um... Even Goblin Arsonist seems good because, like I said, so much of the format is vulnerable to gut shot. Arsonist is sort of a gut shot that sits on the table. Arsonist can't trade with a Geist of Saint Traft. I think. Yeah, I think the other problem is like, how often are you really flipping him? Like, I mean, if you're if you're on the play, you have a better chance. But everyone is still playing gut shot, and everyone is still playing Delver. So it's like, how often is he going to flip? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, I don't know. Go ahead, he Joe. flips pretty often. Like, uh, um, as someone who's who's played him. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, you know, he he flips pretty often, and like you <clears throat> don't need to, or you don't need to wait for your opponent to not cast spells to flip it. And your deck runs a lot of instant speed removal. So, you know, if they gut shot it, that's a gut shot that they didn't gut shot my Stromkirk Noble with, or. Or something else, you know what I mean? I don't know. Or or a Grim Lavamancer later, that probably would be more worthwhile to gut shot. I mean, but it's a must answer thing. Like I, that, that's the thing is that you have to gut shot it, or it's, it's going to hit you for three. And if I can get in there once with it for three, again, if Lava Spike was legal, I'd be playing it. You know what I mean? Like right. yeah. if if Rift Bolt was legal, I'd be playing it. Um, so getting in there once. For three, for one red, seems worth it to me. You know, if they gut shot it before it flips, I mean, fine. That's something else that they can't gut shot later. So I don't know. What what other cards are you uh, are you thinking about playing that haven't seen much play recently? Are there are there any more? Or there's nothing else that's really like, um, like crazy no, rogue. Yeah, nothing crazy. <laughs> I'm thinking about main decking Dismember because I brought the, like I played in the uh, in the GPT mm-hmm. um, on Sunday and did horribly. Um, where was that? But I, I think I could have done a little better. I scooped to Lloyd. Where Where was the GPT? Oh, it was at Xanadu Games. Oh, okay, okay. Um, That's what I thought. And uh, so I did really bad, but um, I scooped to Lloyd round four. Uh, because I felt like he had a better chance of top eighting at that point than I did, and then round five, I 
like was going to scoop to my other opponent because I just didn't feel like playing cards anymore. And then he wanted to scoop to me. <laughs> so so we just drew. <laughs> you played a game so the winner could scoop. Is that <laughs> we, we were just like, we were like, okay, we'll just both get those Planeswalker points. So that one precious Planeswalker point. Yeah, it's funny, like, uh, Eric, how you mentioned about the how many one-drops Red has available right now. And I just did a search for uh, Red creatures in standard that cost one. And there's nine of them. And only really uh, one or two of them don't see much play. Well, I mean, Reckless Waif doesn't see much play. But Slag Fiend and then Goblin Gavalier. But other than that, I think Furnace Scamp, Goblin Arsonist, Goblin Fire Slinger, Grim Lava Mancer, Reckless Waif, Spike Shot Elder... Stromkirk Noble. It's like, wow. I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's just the creatures. Like, I'm looking at the uh, the Star City page with the top eight, mm-hmm. and the average converted mana cost of that deck is 1.15. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Wow. That's ridiculous. See, then, in that case, like, looking at that, I'm my first thought is I want to play blue and Snapcaster Mage because a lot of these, if, if you know, the spells, I'm assuming, obviously also cost one or slightly more than one. So Snapcaster Mage seems to... I, I guess I'm just always looking for a way to play <laughs> Snapcaster Mage. But uh, that and that just brings you to, like, the the blue-red Delver lists that have been kind of popping up here and there. And they, I know uh, there was one a couple weeks ago in the Star City Open, and then this past weekend there was another one that made, uh, made top eight. And I really like the looks of this deck. It's uh, Kyle Zimmerman played blue red delver and this one looked a little more controlly um but what attracts me to it i mean it's got it had druidic satchel in it which is cool like it's you know you don't really kind of expect that out of an aggressive deck i guess it's just two copies but the interaction you have ponder already to set up your delvers and then they can also set up your satchels and so like that's awesome then it's got the snapcaster mage brimstone volley interaction um, you're playing a, a bunch of creatures.